Welcome back to Lindsay Live. Thanks for joining us today for a discussion on cognitive lift. Cognitive lift is the act of carrying the mental burden of a discussion, lesson, or exercise. Specifically, Lindsay defines cognitive lift as learners doing the majority of explaining, connection making, and questioning during written work and discourse. Think with me for a moment about a time when you found yourself sitting in a lecture, a meeting, or a classroom and found yourself disengaged because you had nothing to do but listen. It's often a reason we daydream in meetings or doze off in class. Some of you might even skip ahead past the monologue of this very podcast. Why? Because when someone else carries the majority of the cognitive lift, your unoccupied brain begins to wander. As educators, we often call this style of teaching, where the teacher carries the cognitive lift, sit and get. Pause for a second and think about the way you run a lesson. How much time do you spend speaking? How much time do your learners spend working on an assignment that you explicitly instructed them to complete? More importantly, when your learners struggle with a concept or need clarification, do they run to you? Or are they empowered with the resources and ability to resolve these issues for themselves? In the performance-based system, we strive to set the conditions to ensure our learners carry the cognitive lift of learning while learning facilitators appropriately support when needed. When we say our educational model centers around the learners, that doesn't just mean every action we take benefits them. It means we shift ownership and control over every aspect of our class to the learner whenever possible. Learners solve problems through discussion and collaboration with each other rather than coming straight to the learning facilitator for the answer. In many of our learning environments, we've practiced the I do, we do, you do model for years. In this model, the learning facilitator models a strategy or skill and demonstrates an example of proficiency for the learners. The I do. Next, the learners in the LF will complete a practice exercise together. The we do. Finally, the learner will demonstrate mastery by performing the task on their own or as part of a group. The you do. While this method has proven effective in many instances, it still relies on the adult to carry the cognitive lift. In the performance-based system, we're pushing to flip this model on its head and strive for a you-do-we-do-I-do do structure. In these instances, learners are provided all the resources they need to understand the concept and solve the problems. They're encouraged to work toward the solution on their own, you do, and discuss any roadblock or confusions with one another, we do. In this model, the learners carry the cognitive lift from the beginning and do not rely on the learning facilitator to feed them information. However, a common misconception about this model is that the learners do all the work and the learning facilitator simply sits back to enjoy their afternoon tea time. This is not the case. Even in the most effective you-do-we-do-I-do environments, the LF must remain constantly engaged in a discussion as an active listener. The process begins with the LF thoughtfully crafting a learning exercise within the learner's zone of proximal development. It should not be so easy that the learners can immediately solve it, but it should also not be so difficult that learners feel it is out of their reach before they begin. They should anticipate possible areas of confusion for each learner and be ready to guide them if they get off course. 
Learning facilitators must also ensure the content each learner experiences is appropriate to their level of knowledge, or slightly alter the materials to appropriately scaffold for the learner. Remember, in these instances, the LF is not simply providing answers, but rather asking specific guiding questions designed to either defeat a learner's misconception by making them think through their solution, or to guide them towards a resource or realization that will potentially help them overcome their roadblock. This process forces the learner to carry the cognitive lift as far as they can, while still providing support to keep them from leaving the learning environment with a misconception, learning something incorrectly, or experiencing insurmountable obstacles. It builds the learner's ownership in their own learning process and causes them to dig deep into a problem to find a solution, instead of being provided with an answer from the beginning. This not only builds a stronger and longer-lasting connection to the learning content, but also instills lifelong learning characteristics. It creates problem solvers who utilize all resources at hand to find solutions independently. This style of teaching and learning has taken off in Lucia Perez Chica's Content Level 3 learning environment at Kennedy Elementary. Learners in this class guide the flow of learning, understand how to utilize their resources and solve problems, and answer one another's questions and clarify areas of confusion. The learners truly carry the cognitive lift. Lucia will join the podcast in just a moment to share her strategies for success, but the cognitive lift in this discussion won't be carried by the adults. We'll be joined by four of her learners from Kennedy, who will share their experiences and reflect on the impact of working in a learner-centered environment. Stick around and stay tuned to Lindsay Live. Welcome back to Lindsay Live. I'm with Ms. Perez Chica and a group of her content level three learners here at Kennedy Elementary. Today, they're going to discuss how cognitive lift in the learning environment is carried by the learners. Ms. Perichika, would you please introduce us to the learners who are joining us today and tell me about their role in carrying the cognitive lift in your learning environment? Okay, we're going to start off with Ana Vasquez, Camila Torres, Fatima Saldana, and Alan Santiago. What I do is, the way I start off, I, I need to model first how to think and by asking questions, I'm able to model to my learners, and they practice that that thinking skill as I hand it over to them. This is Anna, and she's gonna share with you um, the way she has taken over the cognitive lift. So. In math, Ms. Pereshika used strategies and tools to solve problems and think. First, she will like give us an example, and then we have to do it, and, that's how we think. It allows us to work independently um, so we could use our mind to think. How does it affect your learning environment when you, the learner, control the cognitive lift? Can we share a quote? What's that? It's a quote from Albert Einstein. Yeah, of course. I'd love to hear it. Education is not the learning of facts, but the training of the mind to think. If we memorize all the facts, all you're doing, all you're putting it is in one ear and it's coming out of the other. So you can't really, you don't, you're not really memorizing it. All you're doing is throwing it in the trash. You train your mind to think by using strategies and tools and putting effort. Uh, we do that as a team and a family. 
The cougars were all a family, and like nobody, nobody's left out because in every school, if you go to a school and some people that you don't know people, they're still your family because you guys are a team. Do you feel comfortable relying on each other to find solutions rather than always having to lean on the learning facilitator for help? Yes, because we get to share, we get to share our thinking with other learners. Like they give us information, we give them information. So we we think together. We're like a group. We're like a team. Like passing. Like tell them, oh, pass it here or pass it there. So they do get a chance, an opportunity to help each other. Um, especially we're working on a word pro- on a problem, math problem. They're able to compare their answers with their uh, peers, and if they don't know it, they are able to teach their their partner how um, how to get to the answer. And I always emphasize to um, push them to think instead of giving them the answer. And I use that uh, if you teach them how to fish, they'll eat every day. But if you just give them a fish, they're just going to eat that one day. So my my whole uh, Expectation is for them to push each other to think and, and, and think out loud, too. The biggest challenge for us is for like us to have the patience because sometimes sometimes people like don't really get it, so we have to get the patience of to un- let them understand it. So we have to repeat it or solve it more different ways than what they so they could understand it. Ms. Perez Chica, as a learning facilitator, how do you find that patience to step back and allow the learners to find solutions for themselves? How, how do you make that transition from modeling to creating a culture where learners are driving the cognitive lift and seeking out information for themselves? Well, after I model, um, I give them an opportunity to share and practice it with their peers. Um, I do a lot of use a lot of the kicking strategies are able to um, express their thinking to other learners, to their peers, and they're able to add new information um, and share information with their peers. A lot of the questions also, it's very important, the why, why, why is this? And so they're able to ask and and their peers and they're able to answer. And then they take that into um, their own learning independently, do that independently. And I've caught some of them also um, asking their peers why and kind of allowing them uh, to think instead of just getting an answer, but really looking for one. As learning facilitators, we always want to help our learners. It's often tempting to jump in and give the answers. No, but that's not what they do. Oh, no? So what do they do? We... We give them strategies for they can figure out the problem. But we don't give them the answer. We we just have to, like, um, give them an example how, like, to do it. Like, especially could tell um, models. You as learners are actually modeling for each other as opposed to relying on the learning facilitator. What difference does that make in your learning environment? The difference that makes in the learning environment is um, we think together and we think out loud. That looks like 
a teamwork and um, when somebody's not understanding, you can always help them out, not just leaving them. Like we always say, be responsible, be kind and respectful. You're responsible to learn and um, you're kind that you can always help others. I think that is better than giving the answer because if you just give the, if, if the teacher just gives you the answer, then you're not able to learn you're not going to be able to understand how to do it. And if you have more, if it's, if it's in the fourth grade and Miss Spirashika gives us the answer or anybody, you're not going to be able to do it because um, they just give you the answer. And then when you take the real test, um, you're not going to understand it because the teacher is not going to give you the answers. Because it, what about if you're taking a the aspect and you don't know the answer, the teachers can't tell you. It's easier for you to um, solve it because it, you're using your own mind to think, not the facts that the teachers gave it to you. What if the learner who is leading, who is in a sense responsible for teaching their peers, has a misconception of their own? At that point, will you step in and give them the correct information? If I correct it, then I'm doing all the thinking, right? Well, one of the things I, I uh, emphasize and I focus on is that if they, they are allowed to disagree with their peers in a very respectful way, when they correct each other, I think it's, it's very valuable because they're pushing each other to think deep. I'm pretty sure, you know, they're thinking, okay, this is what I did wrong. And a lot of the times I love it when, you know, they're like, wait, wait a minute, um, look at that part. I agree with that, but look at this part and then the learner who is up there on the board finally goes, oh, I know what I did wrong, right? That happens. That's more powerful than if I were to say, hey, you forgot that step. You know, they're able to catch their mistake. And that's more powerful than me telling them what their mistake was. Yeah, Miss Peshika doesn't give us the answers. If she uses her thinking to us, that's basically that we don't we didn't learn anything all this year if we came 180 days. How is it different if you figure it out for yourself? That's different because in fourth grade, what about if you like did um, the thing that you saw in third grade, then you're gonna understand it um, next year instead of the teacher using the brain for us to think. And if you just tell them the answer, they're just gonna memorize it for that, for that one time. Do you often find that sometimes the learners actually have a better time communicating these concepts to each other, even in instances where you struggle to connect as a learning facilitator? Yes, definitely. Especially in math, there's more, more than one day, more than one way to solve a problem, excuse me. And I see that that I allowed learners to come up and show us their way how they solved it. And it's just amazing to see how, and I can see the way they're thinking um, as they are sharing their thoughts and they're coming up on the board and solving the problem um, just different ways. And they get excited too. So just giving those opportunities to, learn, for learn, uh, to learners to show their thinking and share with their peers, it's very powerful, very, very powerful. <laughs> That's changing your mind to think. That it is. Well, Anna, Camilla, Fatima, Alan, and Miss Perez Chica, thank you so much for joining me today. You're welcome. You're welcome. 
and thank you for tuning in to Lindsay Live. That's a wrap for the 2018-19 academic year. Enjoy your summer, and we'll be back next fall for more insights, strategies, and discussions. For now, be sure to subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. Until next time, this is Lindsay Live.